This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunin. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. And today... Marco and I wanted to do another FAQ video. It's been a while since we've done a real estate FAQ video. There's been a lot of really interesting questions that have come up that, again, are of course frequently asked. So I thought it was about time to just jump on that. Anyway, Marco, speaking of jumping onto things, let's jump straight into this episode. Uh, one of the biggest questions that I know you guys get is about language. Is it required to know Italian? as part of the buying process. Is there any requirement to know even uh, legally the language? I know we know there is one for citizenship, but how does it work for property? No, actually, uh, Italy allows foreign citizens to buy in Italy. So it goes without saying that you don't necessarily have to know the language um, legally. It's, it's not a requirement. Of course, knowing the language helps, but in my opinion, it's absolutely not a necessity. There are some part of parts of the process which will happen in Italian, and um, you may need an interpreter if you're not fluent in Italian, but uh, ultimately speaking the language is not required, especially in today's world, you know, where uh, people move a lot and right. it's, it's not... Um, unheard of um, to buy properties in a foreign country. But to get more into the details, um, while maybe you can communicate uh, with a real estate agent in English, if they know English, while you can for sure communicate with us in English because we're here to help you in the process. And of course, we do speak English and we help English speaking people with the entire process. So if people rely on us, there will be no need to have an interpreter. Um, and while you can even maybe sign a preliminary contract or make a formal offer in English, though that would be un uncommon and unlikely, but you potentially could. However, the final deed, uh, which is very important, we talked about this in other episodes, that will necessarily have to be in Italian, the deed that you sign before the public notary. You may be able to speak to the notary in, in English if the notary speaks English, but it's unlikely. Uh, it's likely that you will need an interpreter if you're not using our services because before the notary, if you are the one who's buying, you do necessarily have to understand what's going on. Uh, and you do have to understand the content of the contract that you're signing which, by the way, by the way, will need to be translated uh, if you don't understand Italian well. Is that a legal requirement or just a requirement for the person? It's a legal requirement, so you do have to be able to understand the content of the contract that you're signing, mm. and you have to be able to understand what the notary, who is a public official in Italy, is saying to you as part of the deed signing process, which is a very formal and official uh, event in Italy. So when you were saying before that you would need an interpreter, um, this is the function that you guys serve when you're working with people. But what about when re working remotely, um, like somebody's in another country, but they want to buy property here? 
How do you guys handle that sort of situation? That's a very um, intelligent question. In Italy, if you are a foreign citizen who um, doesn't speak English, you will need to have an interpreter, but you can bypass that problem by hiring somebody or by entrusting somebody with the process because the Italian law gives you the ability to give power of attorney to another person who can um, represent you in the entire purchase process, including uh, represent you, that that person can represent you before the notary. Uh, so at the closing, when you're actually signing to buy the property and can uh, sign with their name, but on your behalf. So you are the person who actually gains the property rights, even if another person is signing. Um, and if you're using somebody else in the process who, who acts on your behalf with the power of attorney, if that person speaks Italian, there is no need to have an interpreter. Makes sense. And this could be the case, for example, even if you do want to go to Italy to oversee the process yourself, but let somebody else uh, exercise your rights through a power of attorney, uh, there could be a situation where you do attend the meeting with a notary, but not in your capacity, meaning you don't sign mm -hmm. the deed. You have somebody who's representing you next to you who has a power of attorney who understands Italian and can sign on your behalf. So you can you could potentially be present uh, at a meeting with the notary, but you're not the one who signs. There's another person who has a power of attorney who signs for you and Even who understands. You're exactly. And so that would be the situation that, or one of the many types of situations, again, where you um, and the rest of the team at Italian Real Estate Lawyers can help people if they would like to be present, but not necessarily taking care of everything themselves. Exactly. Interesting. And so I guess moving on to the, the next question, um, like maybe it's a bit of an earlier stage when, or an earlier stage or potentially later stage, depending on how you look at it. Um, but to find out information about a property here in Italy, is there any kind of central registry or one website where you just input some sort of code and you find all of everything here in Italy or how does that work here? That's also a question that I get a lot, especially from our American audience because in America, there is some sort of central database where you can find all the properties on sale. So that are on the market in a specific moment in time. In Italy, we don't have an official database. We don't have something that is uh, exactly the same. Uh, we do have some major websites in Italy that you can consult um, to see what properties are on the market for sale. Uh, there may not be all the properties that are for sale. There could be like some property that's, that, that owners, they have not advertised online that you don't find on these um, main websites. So ultimately the answer is no, we don't have a central database, though we do have some very important websites uh, that you can look at to see what properties are available in a certain moment in time, even if there may those websites may may not include all the properties that are for sale in a certain area. Mm. So it might, it, so it's just all very dependent, and it maybe you'll find it on a local real estate website. But I know even a lot of realtors that I've spoken with in Italy, they're just like, don't bother me. Look at my listings on X, Y, or Z website because we have everything there. If you see something there, then you contact us. But then when somebody decides to work with Italian real estate lawyers, 
the situation is a bit more uh, streamlined, if I'm not mistaken, where you guys actually present them the properties that may best suit them. How, how does that work roughly? Yeah, we do have a network of professionals we work with throughout the country. So we can make sure that um, we present our clients with all the possible listings that are available on the market at a certain moment in time, not only the one that are the ones that are advertised on these websites, but we go deeper and we see um, all, all the properties that we can potentially find in a certain area and we present them to our clients based on their specific needs. So we normally understand what the client is looking for, what type of property, how many bedrooms uh, or bathrooms, uh, their needs specifically, and we uh, select the properties that are available uh, in that specific area. We only present the ones that the client is potentially interested in. So basically, instead of having to look through every single property and filter through everything on your own, that's something that you guys do for your clients, allowing them to just see what is applicable to them. Exactly. So we we basically avoid that they have to go through multiple websites Mm -hmm. uh, to understand uh, what could be suitable for them and we do the work for them which thanks to our experience uh, is a much quicker process than the process that they would have to go through themselves to find the best potential properties for them and something else that maybe i don't know if i should maybe say but i'm assuming uh, that there are also a lot of scams out there on these websites and that's something that you guys help to filter through absolutely and also a lot of properties that are no longer in the market so you'll find maybe older listings that have not been removed uh, or um, something that is not real, as you just said. Mm -hmm. So yes, we do help like filter uh, all of these listings to make sure that uh, we only present the uh, listings that are real and uh, that are still there um, on sale. That's great. No, because I know I've seen even when looking at rentals uh, that uh, there's, uh, there's some usual patterns that you find like, Maybe it'll be the same grouping of pictures, but posted in five different cities with slightly different information about each one. Um, So that's great that you can help your clients to actually get a real property and find something that's actually appropriate for them. But moving on to the next question and taking kind of maybe back a step to what we were talking about before, uh, you were talking about the notary. I know another common question that you guys get is about the notary itself or themselves. Who are they? What do they do? Is it totally necessary to have one? Why is it necessary? We've done a full episode on this, but to maybe break it down, uh, to give a little teaser for that episode that somebody can check out, what would you say is something that would be what they should know, like really from the get-go about them? To better explain who the notary is, I think I should start by explaining the educational background and and the process that the notary has to go through to become a notary it's a very very long path in italy so the notary is necessarily someone who has gone to to law school Um, but the path to become a notary is normally much more difficult than the path to become an attorney so other than attending law school you have to attend extra years of school in another specific school that you have to go to, uh, which is a school for notaries to become a notary. And then after you've gone to that school, you have to take a test. And the number of positions reserved to notaries in the country are limited. So it's not that if you pass 
the test, you automatically become a notary. Uh, you have to wait for a position to become vacant um, so that you can fill that position in a certain areas. So there's only a limited number of notaries throughout the country. And it's, this gives you uh, the sense of the importance of the function that notaries have in Italy. They have a very important function uh, in, in the real estate purchase process, but also in other areas, for example, uh, wills or uh, formation of companies uh, where you necessarily have to go to a notary. So speaking about the real estate process, uh, while you can initiate the process with other professionals, uh, with a real estate agent, with, with a lawyer, uh, or you deal directly with the seller, in the end, you will necessarily have to use a notary because under Italian law, and this is something that is stated in the Italian uh, civil code, if you want to become the registered owner of a property, so if, if you have to acquire the property rights from another person, you will have to do so before an Italian public notary who will uh, help you make the deed with which you transfer the uh, property rights to another person. And that deed needs to be signed by both the seller and the buyer before the notary who also puts their signature on this deed and this deed is registered in a specific registry held by notaries in Italy. Well, that's absolutely fascinating. And thank you so much for going into a little bit more detail about it. And if anybody is interested in more on that subject, be sure to go check out that specific episode. Uh, but I think this is also a great place for us to be able to round out this episode. So thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast. Of course, we've been here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. But if anybody is needing help with this process, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can get in touch with us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com, uh, where they can find our telephone number and our email address so they can either send us an email or uh, fill out the contact form on the website. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested about more content to do with Italian real estate or Italian citizenship, make sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. But also, if you are listening to this as an audio only podcast, be sure to subscribe to the Italian real estate podcast on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. And of course, for more updates about the Italian real estate podcast, be sure to check out the Italian Real Estate Lawyers Facebook page, where you can find out all the updates about the new episodes and so on. And also, if you're interested in more content like this, or even talking about and showing more of Italy, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Furia, and you can find my audio-only episodes through Not Your Average Globetrotter on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Of course, again, we have been here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian from Italian Real Estate Lawyers.com. I'm Raffaele Di Furia, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you. Thank you.